welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, episode number 53. I am Eric Smith, and I'm here as always with Dustin Lopez, both from our respective homes. I'm coming to you from my basement. Yep. Do you have you have a basement, don't you, Eric? Yep. Do you, your cats live down there? They poop down there. Well, I mean, they poop in a in a box down there. Some of the time. You have problems with your cats pooping elsewhere. You, uh, uh, elsewhere in the basement, yeah. What I thought cats only like to poop in something that they can cover up. Not my cats. What's wrong with your cats, man? I don't know. I have four litter boxes down there now. Holy moly! Do they do they self clean or do you have to clean all those? No, I have to scoop them out a couple times a week. Oh lord, that's the worst. Well, they spread it out. The the cats. Will, will you ever get a cat again? Not for a long time. Yeah, I feel like that's the way it is. When you have kids, you're kind of like over the animal thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we won't. If we get anything again, it would probably be a dog, and that would be when the kids are much, much older. You already have a dog. Well, it's gonna die soon, probably. That's mean. It's not mean. It's realistic. Well, I hope He's that. A, Cavalier King Charles, and he's like eight and a half years old. He's got another four years in him. Probably not. You never know. Because he already had like a like a heart murmur like from the get-go. Oh, well. You do what you can. Sure. Do you have pet insurance? Uh, no. Well, let me tell you about pet insurance because it's one of the best things that you can do when you get a new animal. The, yeah, um, a new like for a puppy, it's great. Yeah, a puppy, a kitty, you know, a brand new goldfish, whatever it is that you want to get, uh, you get the the pet insurance. Um, Embrace pet insurance. Have you have you heard of it? Uh, no. Okay. Well, that uh, we'll have a link for that. Okay, great. People people, people can go there and get Thanks. that. What was I going to tell? You? Oh, we we uh, it was Fourth of July last weekend. Yeah. We, we got together. Hung out. Um, Quinn has a pretty popular picture on social media. Quinn does? Yeah. What do you mean? On Instagram or on Facebook. Which one have is you, it? Have you the, checked that one out? The butt one? Did, did June post no, the, that one? The, the eating one. Oh, well, that was before 4th of July. It was just before 4th of July. Yeah. It was and like it was, the day before. Yeah, and it was the picture was taken like two weeks ago before that. Oh, really? Well, I, I mean, I've I have not seen uh, any of my photos um, of my dogs or my kids uh, get such uh, generous likes and shares of sorts. There's 500 people that uh, that have liked that photo or hearted it or laughed hey, at it. And what the hell are you talking about? 500 people. 500 people on uh, on. Um, Got 38 likes on Instagram. No. Uh, go to Facebook. What? What? You know, our, fi- our page on Facebook? Yeah. New Dad, Newer Dad. What? Yeah. And it's got 16 comments and 40 shares. Seriously? 40. Yeah. I did not know this. When our page only has 17 likes? Well, I think we have a lot more than that now. Nope. We have 17 likes. Okay. Well, then we still have 17 likes, but the picture is, is performing quite well. 
Hmm. All right. Well, if we got any new listeners from that, thanks well, for I joining I hope us. that we did. I think I ran, uh, Facebook gave me like $10 to run an ad, so I did that. Oh, how, how kind of them. Sure. Yeah, and out of the tw- out of twenty seven hundred people, for five hundred people to to like it, then it's a pretty popular picture. She is pretty cute there. Oh, geez, post engagements five hundred twenty three. Jesus, I didn't, I had not looked back at this. Yeah, well, you you should do that. That's a good picture. I think it's very relatable to a lot of people. It's pretty funny too. <laughs> is that in portrait mode? Uh, it had to be right. I would I would imagine it looks pretty blurry in the background so yeah does um do any of your kids have a unibrow mm, not that's not noticeable really uh, Mateo's starting to develop one I'm wondering if I should wax that shit shave it no not shave it manscape going it. to put a razor near my my kids eyes why not just pour some hot wax on it and rip it off that sounds worse no Got to make sure that they're that the, that he's manscaped, man. Sure. So we um, we got together on fourth with all the kids. That was fun. Yes. Got to do a little sparklers and smoke bombs. Um, you uh, you sent me a picture afterwards of the pretty night sky, just as mm-hmm. just before just before it became dark out. I thought that was um, you have a very a very nice house. I got to see it for the first time. And um, I'm a little jealous. I came back. I, I said we might have to build our own house. Um, yeah, we got your some finger, pretty... Your fingers pretty, in front of your lens. Pretty dope. Uh, I'm not taking a picture. Oh. I was looking at the picture of the sunset that I saw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a nice shot. I mean, uh, you have a nice, uh, a nice view. Uh, once you get the yard in shape, I mean, you're going to be in good good position there yeah i almost wish we were turned around the other way so that we could have the sunset in the um the back of the house oh yeah well then your back of your house would be on your street you really wouldn't want to hang out there yeah that wouldn't make any sense would it no we'd have to go around to go in the as long as you don't have any more kids i think you're in you're in good shape yep you got plenty of room i love your master bedroom yeah i don't really know what to do in there so much space well, that means more room for activities. More room for activities. And I um, did you I like, like the fact that you have a couch in your bedroom. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that. Ah, oh, man, I love it. Um, we have couches and, and TVs in every room. <laughs> yep. And I am so jelly. The Ford has a couch in his room. We got a couch in the playroom. Couch in the bedroom. I just put a TV in the garage. <laughs> oh, the, now that's to, commitment to your garage right there. To work out, hopefully, in there. Um, so what was your favorite part about uh, July 4th? I don't know. I don't know. The kids, I think just watching the kids have a good time was fun. They got along really well. Yeah. I, uh, I noticed something. Okay. My child does not like to be as naked as your children. And I feel like I've underserved him in this area of his life. I need to let him run free a little yeah. bit more often. Yeah. But he probably, uh, yeah. He, <laughs> I was going to say he, um, he's very attached to you. 
he is very attached to me and it's becoming increasingly more of a problem. Yeah. But I have taught him how to let me go to work, which I say, I'm going to work. And he says, bye-bye. That's good. And that's pretty much it. If I don't say I'm going to work, then I can't leave the room. So mm-hmm. I think it's some sort of attachment disorder. It probably isn't. He probably just kind of likes you. I guess he doesn't do that to Melissa. Actually, he he doesn't cry ever really uh, with anyone else, mm-hmm. other than when I'm in the room. So I think that he knows that if he cries, he gets something when when Daddy's home. Yeah. So that's that's a bit disappointing. I got to figure out how to remedy that. Any uh, any tips or tricks from any of our listeners? Certainly, let me know. Oh, speaking of tips and tricks, we did have a couple questions from our patron group. Oh, wonderful. Um, and I think you needed to answer both of them. Uh, yeah, I think I did answer one of them. No, you just said that it's a huge transition. You didn't actually talk about it or say I what you did. talk about it a little bit. So um, whose question? Was that Andrew's question? Or no, that so. Tyler's... Tyler, uh, hold on. I'm going to look. I'll I think an, look. Andrew asked about the renovations. And our non-Facebook patron, hold on one second, let me pull him up. I believe it's Andrew. No, I just, no, Andrew's on there. Is there more? It's Andrew. Andrew. Hold on. It's Andrew. Okay, so if you have it pulled up, you can go right ahead. Yeah, uh, so the question is, um, is right here. Um, we have two small dogs that are in a routine where they get walked four times a day, two small and two large walks. That will be tough with a newborn if one of us is out and uh, the baby is sleeping. Uh, did you encounter this? My assumption is that we will need to change the dog's routine and take them when we can, but keeping up with the four a day where possible. We have a garden, but they can be stubborn. Now, uh, my dogs seem to uh, really shit all over the house whenever convenient for them. So I am not a good person to talk to about that from that perspective. However, I am fully uh, immersed in making sure that my dogs and my children play together nicely. And um, so with a newborn, uh, I think it's important to try to keep up the routine as much as possible. Um, the this is kind of where a lot of especially with uh with moms and i know that there are all sorts of different couples out there um but i can speak to my wife uh specifically um but you know if you're looking to get back into shape after having a baby or um if you're uh, if you have adopted a baby uh, and you're looking to get some exercise in, uh, then this is a you know a great opportunity to still take the walks, but get a little exercise in. Put the baby in the stroller. Uh, you know, figure out a way. Depending on you know, especially with if you have two small dogs like Andrew, um, you know, leash them up, put them on the uh, on some sort of you know system hook system, and uh, get them walked. Uh, while uh, you're walking the dogs, you can also walk the baby. It's a lot of like prep work, though, to, to get a yeah, newborn baby no ready doubt. to go for a walk. Well, I mean, yes, but 
it becomes routine after a while. And rather than change the routine of the dogs, which is going to be much more difficult, like my dogs were relatively well behaved until I had children. And uh, now they just go around the house wherever they want. And uh, it's, I, it's something that Melissa and I have increasingly become more and more frustrated about. Uh, somebody even recently said, why don't you just get rid of the dogs? I said, I'm not getting rid of the dogs. And they said, well, why not? I said, because would you give away your children? And I said, well, that's a little different. I said, I maintain that it's not. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, yes, it's a lot of work, but it becomes routine after a while and, uh, certainly something that can be accomplished. Or if you're like me, just don't care about your dog and like take him for walks and stuff. Also, can you hear advice. my back scratcher? Nope. I um, I just really I love this back scratcher that I got. It's just wood. I don't know if you ever get a, like a back itch. Uh, yeah, I love back scratchers, and I don't currently have any. Um, let me tell you, I taught Mateo about a week and a half ago how to scratch my back. Mm. I mean, greatest thing in the world. He doesn't do it well, but I'm hoping that this kind of gets better over time. You know. Yeah. Um, oh, I have something. Hold on one second. I have something for you. Hold on. Can you give me a um, like a little intro music or something? Just give me a sound bite. Love it. Okay, so I uh, I want to let everyone know that I found a new kind of ice cream sandwich. Um, is, that, is that made by the people that make cheese? That's what I was wondering, but um, actually it's funny that you mentioned that. I'm going to get into that in a second. Um, I was at my local grocer recently, and um, I found... Uh, I was kind of looking down the ice cream aisle. I'm always looking for something new, and I really wanted an ice cream sandwich, and of course I just went for the cheap, you know... Um, regular kind of uh, ice cream sandwich. Probably not the healthy, healthiest decision. But um, I will say, uh, this ice cream sandwich that I got, I was taken back uh, a little bit by how good it was. Um, probably one of the best desserts I ever had in my entire, entire life, ever. It was the cheapest option? No, it was not the cheapest option. <coughs> oh, I thought you said it was. Uh, if I did, I'm sorry. I did not mean that it was the cheapest option. It's not the best option for you in terms of health. The healthiest option mm-hmm. is not. Um, these are per sandwich, 210 calories with uh, 20 grams of sugar. I mean, it's certainly not not great for you. But this is a. Um, it's called a chocolate mud so- mudslide ice cream sandwich. Tillamook, mook, 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 T I L L A. M-O-O-K. Um, this is farmer-owned, established in 1909 in Oregon. Um, Tillamook County Creamery Association, bringing farmers and food lovers together through better-made dairy. These ice cream sandwiches, Eric, I'm not joking you, are the best dessert I've ever had in my entire life. And I eat out quite a bit, and I've had some really great desserts. This cookie part right here, you see the cookie part? Mm-hmm. That's the greatest wafer I've ever had. It's like perfectly chocolatey and delicious. So 
I'm going to get you a box of these and I'm going to drop them off at the office. And that way you can enjoy some Tillamook or Tillamook oh, chocolate mudslide ice cream sandwich. See all the different flavors? I know. It's unbelievable. Oh, they have mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip is my favorite. Uh, peanut well, butter chocolate chop. mudslide might end up becoming your favorite. <laughs> Whoa, did you see vanilla bean? It has like a waffle cone on it. I'm telling you, these are the best things I've ever had. I'm going to go put this back in the freezer real quick. What store did you get them from? Heinen's. Heinen's, okay. Hold on one second. Now, as you know, Eric, um, I am kind of a, a, a dessert fiend. I, I just want to state that I have a, a lot of experience with dessert. So if you have an opportunity, look for your local grocer to uh, have a Tillamook ice cream sandwich. Uh, certainly uh, one of the best that I've had, and everybody should have a little Tillamook. Tillamook. I don't know how to pronounce it. If anyone that listens is from Oregon, uh, please let us know how to pronounce that. Um, the, the other thing that, that came up in the patron group was Rory and Tyler were both talking about uh, doing renovations with a new baby. Yeah, um, I saw that. Something else I was going to comment on. Um, I think that when it comes to any sort of, it doesn't matter if you're t- a complete, you know, reno, if you're just doing a, a room of the house, you're just repainting the nursery. Um, there's a couple things to consider. First and foremost, got to make sure that you uh, are safe about things. Um, you know, you don't want to uh, break anything or do anything stupid. Um, but uh, we, even with things like paint, you know, you don't want to be around a, a pregnant lady as you're painting. It's just not good for them. Uh, so be careful about things like that. My, I mean, my advice would be to stay away from a pregnant lady as much as possible. Yeah, that's definitely whether, true. Whether or not you're painting. But especially when you're painting. Um, also, uh, more preparation uh, is, is absolutely imperative. Like, you know, you need to make sure that when you're doing projects with a kid in the house, especially, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like I have a hammer out and Mateo will go for it, right? Um, so I think that... It's important, uh, especially at the newborn phase, like, you know, you're going to get pulled in this direction, pulled in that direction. Make sure you have everything you you need and um, and and do the best you can to to like really plan it all out. Those are my uh, my two pieces of advice there. Just just got really excited. Something popped up on my Facebook. Oh, Um, tell us about it. Apparently Eminem and Kid Cudi have something happening tonight. Oh, like a concert? No, like maybe a song or something? Oh, I don't know. Wow. But those are two of my favorite rappers. Very exciting. Uh, it's got my cord. Sorry. So I'm, I'm trying to juggle forward here. His hair is like some of my favorite in the world. What else is going on? I told you before we started recording, I don't really have anything new this week. Well, I got a couple of other things that I'd like to just uh, talk about. Um, just in... Uh, retrospect of last week's episode, um, I felt like we uh, we had a really great time. I, I'd like to have more guests. I don't know about you, but I'd like to have a, a couple more guests on the show. Um, you know, over the coming months, I feel like, like it's a good uh, dynamic. I'd like to have more guests on, but I, I 
you know, I want more guests like Cameron because then you can't guarantee they're all going to be like Cameron. That's true. Um, so Cameron if anybody has fantastic. a suggestion, you know, if anybody has a suggestion for a guest, certainly let us know. Uh, I think we're going to be talking about um, mental health here soon uh, with uh, a guest and um, that'll be really cool. And uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions, let us know on uh, Instagram or tag us at new dad, newer dad. A um, couple of other things that I wanted to talk about today was uh, screen time. Uh, I don't know how much your kids watch TV or iPads and things like that. Wait, oh, hold on. Sorry. Cause we've, we, I mean, we've talked about screen time before, but um, maybe we can just hit on whatever's going on right now. Cause we just got into um, with all this COVID stuff. Um, you know, all the mask sanctions and whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's become mandatory in our area to wear masks everywhere, you know, with, with a few exceptions. Um, how, how did the U.S. fuck this up so bad? A good pivot. Um, we, sorry, uh... sorry. I, just, I just thought of it and I wanted to talk about it because we've talked about screen time before and we can talk about it again. But I remembered that I wanted to, to, to talk about this stuff just because it's current, you know. No doubt. Um, that was my second topic. Um, okay, but sorry. We can, no, we can hit that first. Uh, we'll, we'll hit that first. I just have a couple things to say on screen time. Sorry. Um, you're all right. Uh, so I don't know how we, we, if, if we necessarily messed it up. I think that it's been a lot of learning. And because things have gotten so politicized uh, on this topic that it's really difficult for you know, once you bring up a topic and then it becomes politicized, you know, one, you know, people just tend to fall into two buckets. And I feel like, you know, there's very few people out there right now yeah. that are, that are in the middle, uh, moderate, you know, yeah. level headed. And this is, this is like what we talked about the same thing with black lives matter. This isn't a political issue. Like but it's been made one. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Like just wear a goddamn mask. Look at, like I've been reading a lot about Vietnam lately. Vietnam is densely populated, like a hundred million people. They've had a total of like 350 cases, zero deaths. Well, I can tell you, can I just play devil's advocate? Sure. They, somebody, they share a somebody, border with somebody China. would tell you in, in the United States, somebody would tell you, well, that's because they're not doing testing, Eric. No, it's because they took action before they even had their first test. Exactly. They shut so down the country for, for three solid weeks and then opened back up. They're totally back to normal now. They, well, that's, they shut down flights in and out before they even had a single test, uh, uh, you know, or a positive case. I think last week they had 14 new cases. All of them were imported. Yeah, I just think you're going you're gonna to see... It's like if you just... If everybody just works together... You know, we could have been done with this thing. And well, not, hey, look, if you, uh, if you just shut down the country for three weeks, but the idea of that scares a lot of people. Yeah, but we, we did it, but we didn't do it the right way. No, we didn't do it. We didn't shut down the country. Right. I mean, we, we really didn't. And so you had, you had toilet paper shortages. You, had a, you know, in retrospect, it's, it's a, you know, we made a lot of mistakes. But I think that the important thing here is this, is that we're at where we're at. There's going to be two buckets that people fall in 
And I think that bridging the gap between the two is the important thing for it's people in, to start in, talking yeah, about. But that's impossible because you, the leader of the country is actively, you know, fighting against the, the bucket that seems to be the right one. Well, no, there is no right. You don't know. Nobody knows anything. That's the issue right now. There's not enough data on this. We're just starting to learn about the fact that every time this this thing mutates, it becomes a little weaker. It could have been the other way. It could have been stronger every time. Right now, it's as simple as wear a mask. And that that shouldn't even be a problem. Everybody should want to wear a mask. A hundred percent. It's better to do that. I mean, I, I read something on Facebook today. It was like, if you if somebody asked you to watch uh if somebody asked you to watch their child without a diaper on would you be okay with that and put them on or put them on your lap without a diaper on would that be okay with you of course not like you you want that layer of protection right and so yeah it makes sense it's better to be safe than sorry it's a minor inconvenience right um that it's clear that that's the right thing to do but to say that that's but to say that you know we know enough that okay a mask is going to you know 100% help you or 100% not i mean we we don't know that because there hasn't been the kind of quantifiable data to support that i believe that but i don't i don't know that that's fact yet it's true i mean you know that that's true you can't say you can't point to anything that says that that's true that says that what's true? That wearing a mask is going to prevent you from getting COVID. You could it's get COVID gonna, a million different it's ways. It's not going to, it's, it's like a condom. Yeah, it can break. There, no, it's not like a condom. Yes, it, oh my God. No, it's not. Because I, don't, I don't understand. Because how your it, mask isn't, isn't how are you, to your face. How it's are not you molded even? <laughs> to your face. You're gonna, there is a percentage of people that are going to get COVID by touching something, not washing their hands, and then touching their face after they get their mask taken off. I mean, this is reality. You could, it could be on your clothes. Your kid, you could, it could be on your clothes and you touch your kid, okay. you bring your kid into your chest, and then your kid I, now has COVID. I mean, I, that's a possibility. I, I feel like you're arguing with me that I said that wearing a mask is going to keep everyone from getting it. I'm saying that we don't have enough information, that it's a helpful thing to do, just like washing your hands is and just being a... Why are you playing devil's advocate on this? I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm simply stating that I am in the middle of all of this and and I'm not going to put myself in a bucket because I don't feel like, you know, that it's one way or the other because I don't think that there's enough information for us to... You're you're, you're Aaron Burring it. No, I'm not. You are. I have gone back and forth on this many, many times, as you know, and I have been consistently conflicted. And recently, I have come into the realization that I cannot and will not put into a specific category of people. I feel like a level-headed person washes their hands. A level-headed person wears a mask. A level-headed person uh, you know, makes sure that they don't take their children into a crowded place where a bunch of people could be spreading it. You know, these are things that are level-headed things to, to consider and to make sure that you're, you're doing. N- not for any other reason than it just, it, it appears that that's the safest thing to do, but we don't know that that's the right thing to do. And until we have the kind of data that supports this kind of stuff, that we need, it is just not going to, you know, we want to talk about, you, you turn on the TV right now. 
turn on the TV and listen to, you know, something like CNN and you will get doomsday, doomsday, doomsday. And the reality is, is that for the last 10 weeks, the, the, the city, the, the county in which we live, we both live in the same county for 10 weeks, the death we rate has been declining and there has been a, a declining hospitalization rate as well. Because the age of people getting it is decreasing and the because of you know the circumstances. Okay. This, this is and like as a result, I, you're this not going to. This is gonna, what I said gonna, before. Wait, wait another week, and then see who's starting to get it. Okay. Those, yeah, those we will. Young, we will those see. Those young people are going to start spreading that to the, their older. Yeah, getting it and hospitalization is two different things. I would like to know one of the statistics that I'm interested to see is that where we are at with hospitalization rates in March versus July. When July's data gets published, I would like to see the 60-plus older people where it is that they're at with hospitalization rates because if the hospitalization rate is 6.5% or something like that uh, or whatever, the, the popular, the, you know, whatever the hospitalization rate is in March and then it's 3.5% in July for the same age group, then obviously things are getting better, but we don't have that data to support that yet. So all I'm asking is for people to just chill out, wash your hands, wear a mask, be reasonable, and then look at the actual data and don't look at what the TV, the, the right-hand side of the screen always says, oh, you know, this is how many, this is how many deaths we have. Okay, well, we don't even know a lot about that data because of the way that things are are you know, categorized. And uh, I learned yesterday that the, the CDC uh, it groups together influenza, pneumonia, and COVID into a specific statistic that defines and directs a lot of public policy. That's not right because COVID is clearly very different in terms of communicability, these kinds of things, um, rather than influenza or pneumonia. Right. Oh, I have a crying baby because he, he's... You're all he's, right. He's upset listening to you. I, I have that effect on people. So I'm on the, so I'm on the CDC's website here. And can, I just, can I stop you for one second? I just, yeah, all, go ahead. All I'm saying is you can't look at all these, these other countries and how they've responded to it and where they stand right now and look at America and say that this hasn't been royally screwed up. I'm not saying it hasn't been royally screwed up. I'm <laughs> saying where I'm at right now, what I do, what I determine my opinions and, you know, do I leave the house and wear a mask? Do I not? You know, I'm, I am, as an individual, have to look at information that's being presented to us, okay, like this PIC data, which is pneumonia, influenza, and COVID, grouped together as one statistic now, which is, you know, in my opinion, garbage because obviously flu season is over and the numbers are going to in, intrinsically going to go down. So, you know, this is the kind of evaluation that we as individuals have to do because the only way that we're going to make change to things like this, like if I think this is a garbage thing to do, then obviously that's leadership in the government and I want to change that leadership because I don't want that kind of, you know, statistic. I want a statistic that's COVID related or in influenza related or pneumonia related. So give me that information. I need to change my leadership. So I'm going to go out and vote. 
But if you don't look at this stuff and, and evaluate it for yourself and you're just relying on Facebook videos to tell you what it is that you are and aren't going to do, or you're watching CNN to tell you what you are and aren't going to do, that's a mistake. A big one. You know what I mean? I, I, did, I don't know. Did you know, know that we're in our, as a country, we're in our 10th consecutive week declining percentage of deaths due to COVID and influenza and pneumonia as a cumulative number. So that's something to evaluate. You better believe, though, that when I leave the house, I'm wearing a mask. Right. This is why I don't understand why you're, you're arguing with me. I'm not arguing. I'm simply say, saying that you need to look at what the facts are. And it's better to be safe than sorry right now. But let's start to evaluate facts. Overall hospitalization rate is 102.5 per 100,000. That's 10% cumulatively. I don't even know what that means. So I have to go look, what, look up what that means. So that's where I'm at on COVID. That's what my uh, opinions are there. Do you want to add anything to that? Just wear a goddamn mask. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm already doing that. I know you are. Maybe we should sell masks on newdadnewerdad.com. No. Oh, okay. Um, can I talk about screen time yet? Sure. Are you sure? Everybody, I just upset Eric. It doesn't happen often. No, I just don't. I don't understand. Who, who, the facts are, are fine, but... Th- Why are you looking three, at them? We have three million confirmed cases in the United States, right? Why is that the only number you're looking at? Even even if a fraction of that is from influenza or whatever, we're still leaps and bounds ahead of any other country. I agree with you. Okay. We also have a higher a higher population, and you're and you're then, looking then at China. It, no, not than China. Than India. No. Okay. Per capita, if you look at per capita, what's a hundred million and three hundred and fifty cases? I don't know they, why that because is. They, because they acted quickly. That's I what I'm saying. I don't know if that's the reason why. Oh, my God. I, I believe that it is. If you asked me about it, I would say that that's probably the reason why. I don't like how you're being right now because I, I don't, I don't I'm understand. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm a moderate and that I'm trying to like critically no. think through things. I believe it, that there are certain things that we can believe and there are certain things that we have to question. That's all. Why is that a bad thing? There's, you, you can question about how it's being reported. You can't question about how this has been screwed up. I'm not ta- we're not talking about why, that. Why aren't we in the same place as these other countries? There's no other country that's in the same place as us right now. With, we, we are increasing number of cases right now. Why are, you, why are you asking the question? What? Why are you asking why are we at where we're at? Because I'm, 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 I want to get back to normal. Great, I do too. So how are you? So you're asking the question because it you're upset about where we're at, where we're at, and you want to make a change, right? I so can't. The make, problem is I can't make a change except for what I do, and I'm already doing the right thing. Well, you're doing what you think I is can't, reasonable, I can't, reasonably best at this point. Oh Jesus! Shut up. <laughs> it's true. Okay, whatever you say. I don't think that people like the fact that I am in the middle. Because I've heard the same thing you're saying, but from the opposite side. From close family members. Yeah, the difference is that side is completely wrong. 
Aside from like them. some numbers being, oh, they, they included influence. Big fucking deal. That's a problem. That's that supports. Okay, the that's left, a not problem. Right. That's a problem for our reporting in the future and how our system works. Yeah. Not for how we've handled this. That is a is a larger problem about No, it, it affects this, right? Because if you're not if you're saying <sighs> This that has nothing to do with how we reacted to this two months too late. Reacted as we're at where we're at right now though, Eric. And so I'm saying that what you do today is predicated on the information that you have today. So if you're not going to look back at the last three months and learn from it, then you're not going to make any sort of effective change. Obviously, it's a botched job. Obviously, we wish we had more information. Obviously, you know, if we had all been wearing masks like a lot of a lot of the Asian countries do already, okay, then we're then we would have been a lot less, right? Those are all positive things. So we look back and we say, yeah, we should have been wearing masks. Let's start wearing masks. Maybe that should become a standard, right? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out what the data says. <laughs> all right. Do you have a book? Because I'm about ready to wrap this up. Can I talk about screen time? Real I don't quick? give a shit about screen time. Let your kids know, watch but- whatever they want to watch. Yeah, but that's obviously not the right thing to do. Oh, so. I don't know. We don't have the, the data on it. Can you show me the data? Well, I looked up the data. Yeah. That's what I, that's why I wanted to talk about it. Man, you're feisty today. All cause I, all cause I want to make sure that we're all being level headed. It has nothing to do with it. Why doesn't that have to do with it? It has everything to do with that. Oh my God. Don't just take what somebody tells you and says, Oh yeah, that, you know, that must be right. I'm angry because of, as, a, as a country, we're so self-interested in our own political beliefs and all that bullshit in corporate that we mm-hmm. couldn't all just come together and wear goddamn masks from the start or, or someone didn't step up and say, hey, we better take care of this before it gets over here because it was ignored in January. That's what makes me angry. I don't give, yeah, a, shit about, I don't give a shit about the numbers from now. To, the fact is, the fact is, there are 3 million cases of it, right? Yes. So now you've switched to present day. I like that. Okay. No, there's no, all I'm saying is there's no use in being angry about what happened in January. There's no use in that right now. There's use in talking about the fact that there's, yeah, there's 3 million cases right now. What the F are we going to do about it right now? That's where I want it. That's where our headspace should be right yeah. now. Wear a goddamn mask. Yes. And, and evaluate the data to figure out what it is, where it is that we're really at right now to ensure that everything... Stop you know, going the to numbers- the fucking bar. Stop going to Florida and going to the beach. Be an ass to elbow. Use your fucking head. That's, that's Stop definitely- being self-interested for once and do something that benefits another person. And the yes. people that I'm talking to are, are not listening to this podcast. So I don't know why I'm yelling right now. You don't know that. No, Maybe. I do know that. Because we have smart listeners. And all these other idiots. I, I just don't. I'm not, wearing a mask is not infringing on anyone's rights. I'm sorry. I would agree with that. That's all. I'm frustrated because I see these other countries... And I see that they've done the right thing from the get-go. That's what makes me upset. The, the data is the data, whatever it is, okay? 
if they're lumping stuff together, they shouldn't be doing it. That's fine. But that's not what I'm angry about right now. I'm angry about people not doing the right thing. Can I just, I, one last thing. What if I told you that there was only 50,000 cases? Where? In the United States. What? <laughs> Would that change your mind about what you feel about COVID? What are you trying to do here? Is this a ruse? This is not a ruse. I'm saying that clearly the data matters because it affects how you feel about what has happened and where we are at right now. So I want to make sure that we have reliable, you know, information in order to say, okay, yes, that we we should be scared shitless right now because there is genuinely three million cases. And guess what? You know, half of them ended up in death. I mean, that's a lot different than saying, you know, 1% of them ended up in death or 5% ended up in death or 12% ended up in hospitalization. So you have a tube stuck down your throat. That's important information for us to be able to say, okay, this is, you know, we know we're not going to save every single life, but you know that you're going to be able to do XYZ to prevent, you know, some huge number. That's all. So if, if being in the middle and, and trying to say, yes, I want to do everything reasonable to, to, to prevent something from happening to me or my family or people that I care about, I'm going to do that. But at the same time, I'm also going to critically think through and say, okay, does this, is, you know, where are the numbers really at? You know, do, is, this real, is this one side or the other? Because clearly there's two sides right now. Hold on one second. Are you still upset? I'm, I'm whatever. I just uh, I don't understand why you're pussyfooting around this. <laughs> Is that how you feel? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's where that's where we stand on COVID and masks. That's where some, but one of us stands on COVID. I mean, I'm I'm pretty clear on what my what my expectations and what I'm doing are. I'm following rules. I'm wearing a mask. I'm washing my hands often. I carry hand sanitizer around with me. I try to avoid crowds, and I'm trying to keep my family safe. Do you feel like you're doing that too? Mm-hmm. Then aren't we the same in that regard? Sure. I just like taking extra time on top of it and reading the numbers. That's all. All right. Well, if you know the numbers are are being manipulated, then then what's the point? I don't know if they're being manipulated. I'm evaluating that. I mean, this thing is only 16 weeks old, so only I mean, that's not a whole lot of time mm. in well, it didn't need to be 16 weeks old. That's my point. Um, maybe. People knew about this. Has anybody completely gotten... Re- Never mind. I'm not going to go down that road. What's that? I understand what you're saying. I don't know what were you going to ask. No, no country is immune to this. No country is immune to this. Sure. You would agree with that? Yeah, of course. 
and some have handled it better than others. Yeah, we're the United King States, and we look so stupid right now, and people are laughing at us. Eric, there's a lot of stupid people that live in this country. There's even some people that I would say are, you know, leaders in this country that are not necessarily very intelligent. Oh, really? So, I mean, that's clear. But you can't, you can't ignore information and, and data. I'm not. That's what I'm angry about. So that's just eva- constant evaluation of that is just important when you're making your decisions. That's all. So that's, that's where both of us stand. And we're both doing the same things. We're just evaluating differently. Let's talk about screen time. I think we're. I, I think we'll bring it up on the next episode. Oh, too bad. Man, you're passive today. I don't. I don't think there's anything passive about what I'm doing. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. Okay. Well, um, I guess we can move on to books. Books. That was the weakest books you've ever had. Um, you're clearly upset. Um, okay, so uh, this one comes to you from the CDC. Um, it's an information booklet on uh, coronavirus and influenza. And uh, it's a really great read for your kids. Eric's a huge fan of it. Did I lose Eric? Nope. Oh, you're still there. Your screen went blank. I know. Are you going to do your book? Oh, are you coming back on the screen? Oh, I'll just do it right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this book is called Germs Are Not For Sharing. It's a board book. We all know how much I love board books. Uh, the, uh, the title of it is Germs Are Not For Sharing. Uh, it's part of the Best Behavior series. It's uh, 13 books by Elizabeth Verdick and Marika Heinlein, maybe? Uh, and it teaches kids how to uh, wash their hands. Uh, I think this is an important book, clearly topical. And uh, it's $8.99 on Amazon. Uh, if you're Eric, you can go to uh, Menards or um, Half Price Books. Uh, or is it Ollie's? And Solomon has a lot to say right now about all this. He's going to wash his hands. We encourage all of you to wash yours. Eric has a cough because um, he hasn't been wearing a mask lately. And um, that's the book of the week. Do you see Mr. Eric Solomon? I just put Eric into a depressive state. Anything else? Final thoughts, Eric? No, thanks. Okay, sounds great. Uh, well, any other plugs? Um, go to NDND. No, that's not it. Patreon.com slash new dad, newer dad. Become a patron. So you can yell at Dustin in person on our Facebook lives. Uh Manscaped.com, use code NDND20, get 20% off and free shipping. And where can people find you? Follow me at the Bearded DJ everywhere. 
And people can find me at Dustin on the road on Instagram. At new dad, uh, newer dad. At new dad, newer dad on Instagram. And uh, be sure to uh, send us a message on places that, uh, what was I going to, oh, people that we could interview. That's what I meant. Uh, and you know what they say, uh, be a dad, be a real dad, read a book to your kids. <laughs>